0: One of the ways that imposter syndrome affects us is when we are afraid to speak up or to share our ideas. It's when we know that we've got something to say, something valuable to say, but we don't say it because we're afraid that people might think how stupid our idea is or how we don't have the credibility or the authority to talk about something. Welcome to the Productive Millennial and the Younger Gen's Podcast, the productivity and self-development how-to's for every millennial and young adult, hosted by Jin, a work-in-progress millennial who wants to journey with you in the process of productivity and personal growth. Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of the Productive Millennial podcast and in this particular episode we will be discussing insecurity in the context of imposter syndrome So if you don't know what imposter syndrome is, don't worry because I will explain that later. And towards the end of this episode, please stay tuned because I'll be giving some helpful advice on how to overcome imposter syndrome and our personal insecurities. Alrighty? Alrighty. So let's get started. First things first, what is imposter syndrome? So imposter syndrome is that feeling... I'm sure you experience this at some point in your life, it's a feeling that you are not good enough, that you are a complete fraud, that you are just faking your achievements, or that you don't deserve what you have right now, or the opportunities that are being presented to you. Or sometimes imposter syndrome is also that feeling that you feel it, you just got lucky, and that Soon or one day, everyone will find out that you are not really that good in your field, that you are not that really a good person and kind person, and that you are just a fake. Have you experienced that? Have you? (laughs) So if you are suffering from the imposter syndrome, I want to welcome you, ladies and gentlemen, to the secret circle of high achievers. Yay, high achievers, high achievers. (laughs) And... Being an honorary member of the secret circle, which is actually just another way of me saying that I felt like an imposter in several occasions in my life. I feel that I'm the best person, one of the best people in this world, in this universe rather, <laughs> to talk about the imposter syndrome, Knox. But seriously, I felt like an imposter in several occasions in my life. But of these... Many occasions there are two circumstances or experiences where I feel imposter syndrome to be the most persistent. Number 1 is when I took an entrance exam in this university and I passed the exam and then I later started in the same university. So when I took the exam, I really felt in my heart that, no, I cannot pass this because the exam was so difficult. And people really think that it's one of the most difficult, if not the most difficult entrance exam in all of the universities here in the country. But I passed. I passed. <laughs> but instead of believing it and really cherishing how smart I am, <laughs> I I doubted myself. I feel like, no, self, you are not that smart enough. You are not. You don't really that have high IQ to really pass the exam. You know what, self? You just got lucky. And that was my mindset all throughout college. That I just got lucky to be in this university. That I don't really, you know, I, I'm not really that smart to be in there. And so I have to work. I'll have to work. I have to study twice or thrice as hard as my classmates. So that I can keep up with their intelligence. Otherwise, I'd be kicked out at the school (laughs) so somehow it worked for good i guess and the second episode of imposter syndrome that i can't really seem to like like really eliminate from my life at this stage and i'm trying to work on it by the way is in the area of spirituality so for those who don't know um, i'm actually part of this catholic community and i'm an active member there And what we do is like we share God's word to others and we share our reflections of the Bible. And every time I talk about being obedient to God and trusting in the Lord, I feel like a complete fraud when I talk about it because I am not practicing it. 100% 100% of the time, there are times that I doubt myself, I doubt God, I doubt God and I, I sin. That's, that means that I disobey God and I hurt other people's feelings. And we know that God calls us to love. And sometimes I fail to love people. So when I talk about these spiritual things, about what Jesus wants us to do in this world and to our neighbors, I feel like, uh, who am I to actually talk about these things? And I don't know if you feel the same way, but if you're a Christian or a Catholic, hindi ka nag And that's the reason why I picked this topic because I feel like there's a number of people out there who will be listening to this and feel the same way. Like they feel at some point in their lives that they are an imposter, that they're just winging it. And one day they're afraid that someone will like uncover their, their, their activities. <laughs> and what I'm trying to say is that my my hypothesis is not really is not really in- inaccurate so it's it's in fact accurate because according to the international journal of behavioral science a whopping 70% of people experience imposter syndrome or again the feeling that you are a total fraud that you are not really that good enough and in fact my beautiful friend jlo wow friend <laughs> Close she said and i'm not making up this quote she actually said this she said even though i had sold 70 million albums here i was feeling like i'm no good at this and a that's imposter syndrome working in the background of jlo and also also my great-grandfather and his name is albert einstein (laughs) he said The exaggerated esteem in which my life work is held makes me very ill at ease. I feel compelled to think of myself as an involuntary swindler. So you see, Albert Einstein, one of the smartest in this planet, feels like an imposter, feels like all his discoveries in quantum physics and the theory of relativity were not really that good or deserving of that high praise. And that's Albert Einstein talking. So, you see, it's not just you and me that experience imposter syndrome. Again, even the biggest stars and the smartest scientists sometimes feel like they're not smart enough, that they're not good enough, that they are not awesome enough. But as average people who has not yet achieved the level of J.Lo and Mr. Einstein, how does imposter syndrome affect us normal people? And I think number one, this is a personal observation. One of the ways that imposter syndrome affects us is when we are afraid to speak up or to share our ideas. It's when we know that we've got something to say, something valuable to say, but we don't say it because we're afraid that people might think how stupid our idea is or how we don't have the credibility or the authority to talk about something. And another way that imposter syndrome affects us or sabotages us in our lives is in the area of our careers so you may have experienced that you want to apply for the job and you know that you have the skills and the knowledge for this particular job enough skills and knowledge but you still feel like no i don't think i'm good enough to apply for this job or for this promotion so i will not just apply for it because after all i'm not really that good and at the end of the day i will not just be hired so i end up i will end up disappointing myself right so that's imposter syndrome working in the background and another way that imposter syndrome also works or manifests in our lives is when we are afraid to ask for feedback and feedback i believe is very important when we want to grow as an individual or we we want to hone a talent or a skill Without feedback, it's hard for us to know where we got wrong, where we got things right, right? But when we have imposter syndrome, and I feel like sometimes I also have this tendency, instead of asking for feedback, I don't ask for feedback. (laughs) It's because I fear that the person who will give me feedback will only confirm the critical opinions that I have against myself sometimes or my skill, so instead of asking for feedback, I don't do it because what if she's right? What if she says something that means I'm not really that good with with this particular skill? Anyway, the question right now is how do we actually overcome imposter syndrome? But before we go into the tips on how to overcome the imposter syndrome and personal insecurities, it is important to note and to remember that we will never be able to banish the feelings entirely, okay? But it helps to, number one, acknowledge the feelings of insecurity. So when you feel yourself being incompetent or undeserving, tell yourself, I feel incompetent and undeserving right now. And ask yourself, is this correct? Who is telling me that I'm incompetent and undeserving? And should I believe my feelings of incompetence right now? Or am I making this up? Okay? So after acknowledging the feelings of insecurity, remember to, or have the courage to reach out. Talk about it to other people. Talk about your feelings, how you feel. And don't be afraid to share the shame, especially to the people who you know and you know you can trust, okay? So in my case, I have a friend who's my go-to person when I feel stuck with my day or I feel bad about myself. And my friend reminds me of my strengths in these difficult episodes of my life. And even if I feel super terrible, terrible about myself in this particular day, she reminds me that God is still rooting for me and believes in me. So she's also a Catholic and we we serve in the same community. And I think for you, it's also important that the person that you reach out to for support or for encouragement shares the same beliefs and values with you. I'm not saying that you should be 100% identical because that's not going to happen, but at least you have some similar core foundations that you believe in so that you don't feel judged or criticized when you are with this person and yeah going back to my friend I I tell her about like when I feel bad about myself at this particular day and she reminds me of my strengths and I do the same thing for her when she feels a little bit insecure as well about herself or she has a bad day And again, it helps to have someone to talk to about our insecurities and have that feeling that we will not be judged for feeling that way. And these people could be your family or your closest friends, right? And uh, probably the third tip that I can give you in terms of overcoming, trying to overcome the imposter syndrome or your insecurities is to internalize your success. So every time you feel like oh, I'm such a loser or I'm never going to be good at this, yada, yada. You go back to your successes. So remember the time when you faced a problem or challenge in your life and the very fact that you overcame it. So it could be being able to send yourself to school, even if your parents did not have much and being able to graduate, or even when you passed that subject in college, you thought you would fail, or you failed in a subject, you took it again, and then you passed. That's victory. That's success. It's a story of success. Or if you're working right now, maybe you got promoted at work, or your boss told you you did a great job in this project or something, or maybe you you know, in the area of relationship, you, you got out from a very toxic relationship in the past and now you have moved on. Or you saved up for a travel or a trip to a place which you thought you could never afford, but then you were able to get there. Or it could be as simple as reminding yourself of that little moment when someone told you in the past how much they enjoy your company or your humor or as simple as your existence. My point is, it is important that you remind yourself of your successes, no matter how big or small they are, and internalize them and say to yourself, you know what, if I have done this thing in the past and I have succeeded, what makes me think that I cannot succeed again? And then get your confidence from there. But of course, internalizing your success doesn't mean that you become an arrogant piece of paper. <laughs> you know, the point is do not overcome imposter syndrome or your insecurities by being arrogant or an egomaniac. No, 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 no. That's not the way it is. The thing is, if you don't know something or you honestly don't know how to do something just say i don't know and be open to learning it as this lady tells us uh, this this lady marie forleo i really like her she's a an american life and business coach she said everything is figure outable so if you don't know something and you feel like the imposter syndrome starts to kick in Admit to yourself that I don't know yet, but I will learn it. All right, everything is figure outable. Okay, so to wrap up today's episode, we talked about the imposter syndrome. So, the imposter syndrome is really that feeling that you are not good enough, that you're a complete fraud, that you don't deserve what you have right now, or the feeling that you just got lucky and that someone someday. Someone will find out that you're just a fraud. These kinds of feelings and don't believe them. Acknowledge them, but don't believe them, okay? And for us to be able to overcome imposter syndrome, even if we know that we cannot 100% totally eliminate the feeling of insecurities in ourselves, a good thing to do, number one, is to acknowledge the feelings of insecurity. Second thing to do is talk about it to other people have the courage to reach out especially to the people you know and you know also that you can trust okay and the third one is to internalize your success so remember the times when you face a problem or challenge in your life and the very fact that you overcame Alrighty, alright. That's it for our fifth episode of The Productive Millennial. I hope you learned something today, and I also invite you to like the Facebook page, The Productive Millennial, or if you haven't yet, join the group, The Productive Millennial. Alright, so once again, this has been Jin of the Productive Millennial and the Younger Jens podcast. And remember, the goal is not productivity. The goal is to grow and to help others grow. Bye, see you in the coming episode.